while you've been out, while you've been at work, while you've been taking care of stuff, we've compiled a composite of the latest and biggest stories of the day to help you get caught up. This is A3O News on the go. I'm Mark Fry, and here's what's making news for Friday, January 12th, 2024. Shelters in the Twin Cities are bracing for brutally cold temperatures. The disappearance and death of a Minnesotan is the focus of Friday's 2020 program on ABC. And the Line of Health St. Paul EMS team is celebrating five years of their therapy dog program. We begin with a blast of winter weather that's impacting parts of the state. The metro area is set to get some snow, just not as much as anticipated. That big winter storm is heading our way and we're still going to get snow here in the Twin Cities. But as it looks right now, the snowfall amounts won't be as high as first predicted. WCCO Chief Meteorologist Paul Douglas. The latest models, in fact, keep the storm track farther south and east. We're still going to be right on the edge, but it looks like a much closer call in terms of plowable snow. There could still be enough to shovel and plow and scrape and blow around by tonight and tomorrow morning. Paul says the Twin Cities and eastern suburbs could possibly get three to four inches of snow. Areas south and east of the Twin Cities are going to get hammered by the storm. Most of Wisconsin, northern Illinois, and Chicago all might get as much as 10 inches of snow before it's all over. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. Meanwhile, the frigid temperatures arriving this weekend are sure to have an impact on the homeless. Unfortunately, with specialized shelters such as Haven Housing, which caters to women-based families and only provides 16 total rooms, they're booked up. Assistant Director Emily Seddon. What we focus on when it gets so extremely cold is making sure that families have the you know cold weather gear, proper coats, boots, hats, mittens, making sure we can assist them with transportation. Other shelters, however, are a little more accessible. Salvation Army's Daniel Furry. All of our seven metro service centers will be open uh, regular business hours on weekdays. Come on in, stay as long as you like. They're always welcome there. Ari Bergeron, News Talk 830 WCCO. In other news, Minnesota Republican Representative Kurt Dowd is speaking for the first time with WCCO Radio about his plans to resign and what's next. I don't think you like what I'm saying, do you? Kurt you know Dowd is known for his fiery speeches on the House floor, taking aim at Democrats. He told WCCO's Chad Hartman, who was the first to talk to him about his resignation, that he got a full-time job offer, making more money, and felt he wanted to secure his future. It hurts my heart to, to have to do it, you know, right at the beginning of the session, and but um, the timing just worked out this way, and and so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. He also talked with Chad about the Republican Party of Minnesota and some of the recent dust-up about the new flag. There are more important things that face Minnesotans than the flag. Even so, he told Chad he's shocked by the public's response. I, I don't know that I've gotten more emails on any issue in the last probably five years or so than, than I have on that That's crazy. flag. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. The St. Paul Fire Department is expected to share more information tomorrow about the tragic and fatal house fire on Arkwright Street North. Earlier this month, four children died in the January 3rd fire. The preliminary fire investigation report identifies an unattended candle was most likely the cause of the fire, but that your report is not yet final. The children's father spoke to reporters in the days following the fire, urging people to make sure they have plans in place in case a fire breaks out. Especially in the middle of the night, yeah, at least, you know, Teach them, teach your kids. You know, that's a, just a, a drill practice at home. Learn how to call 911. 
There is a GoFundMe page for the family to help pay for the funeral expenses. The disappearance and death of Minnesota native Drew Shadeen is revisited tonight on the ABC program 2020. The 22-year-old was last seen November 22, 2003, walking to her car parked outside Columbia Mall in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Don Rasmussen is a former police officer who found the car in some crucial evidence. The knife sheath was laying by the left rear tire on the driver's side. I picked it up, put it in my pocket. I have no idea how important that piece of evidence was going to turn out to be. Drew's body was found five months later near Crookston. Convicted sex offender Alfonso Rodriguez was found guilty and sentenced to death. That sentence overturned and commuted to life in prison. The case led to the creation of the Drew Shadeen National Sex Offender Public Registry. It was difficult finding a ride with Uber or Lyft yesterday as many drivers logged off in a collective boycott. Members of the Minnesota Uber Lyft Drivers Association launched a day of action as they picketed outside Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport and refused to take rides between the hours of 1 to 6. Molda founder Eid Ali says drivers have been under unfair working conditions for far too long. It's, uh, it's untenable. It's unimaginable. I understand their pain and frustration and I support wholeheartedly uh, wherever I can. He says they plan to do these boycotts once a month until an agreement is reached for better wages and driver benefits. Alina Health's St. Paul EMS team is celebrating five years of their therapy dog program. EMS teams across the state spend their days attending to emergency patients in often traumatic situations. But at Alina Health's EMS Communications Center in St. Paul, when the call ends, they have a furry friend to help them cope. Therapy dog handler Kyle Stagey says their program was the first of its kind in the state. We had some naysayers when we first started this program who believed that this was kind of a ridiculous thing to do. But shortly after we started this program and the dog was here, pretty much every one of them has come to me and says, I want you to know that I was wrong. I think this is an outstanding program. Their first dog, Evie, is celebrating five years on the job, and the team has since added two more service dogs, Bodie and Weston. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. And thank you for listening to the 830 On The Go. You can find each day's On The Go and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.